Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Donkey that everyone admired Temporarily lazy and permanently tired A leg at every corner, balance in his head And a tail to let you know which end he wanted to be fed Riley slyly said we've underrated it Why not train it? Then they took a rag They rubbed it, scrubbed it, they oiled and embricated it Got to took the post and when the starter dropped the flag There was Riley pushing it, shoving it, shushing it Hogan, Logan and everyone in town. Lined up attacking it and shoving it and smacking it they might as well have tried to push the town hall down. The donkey was eyeing them, openly defying them, winking, blinking and twisting out of place. Riley reversing it, everybody cursing it, the day Delaney's donkey ran the half mile race. Ah yes, very good. Good morning to you. What a beautiful spring morning. You know things are gone haywire when you're starting your show with Val Dunigan. And my pal is not here with me. He's way up in Collingwood today. And are you enjoying that, Mark? <laughs> I am indeed. You know, there's a, there's a perfectly good reason for that now. We ha- oh, we, we have one of my favorite ladies in this city in the studio here today. And she's going to be talking all about the day at the races. Oh. Ethna Heffernan is here with us in the studio. Good morning, Ethna. Good morning, Ken. Thank you. That was a nice compliment. And likewise. And Mark... I'll tell you what, Mark, I hope you walk tall and look the world straight in its eye. You remember that? Another great Val Dimningen song. I do indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Edna, I'm sorry to leave you alone in there in the studio with that man today, but um, see if you can get get yourself through it, and I'll, I'll cover all the... Um, I'll cover all of the costs associated with the, the recovery process afterwards. Don't worry. I'll pay for all the counselling. Ah, yeah, she'll be grand. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about it, Mark. <laughs> so, um, listen, you're up in Collingwood, seeing a bit I'm of dancing this weekend, are you? I, uh, I have Sophia up here in a, um, in a, in a dance uh, event today and tomorrow, and she danced on, um, uh, she, she's dancing her, her head off. So she's, they're, they're lying in second place right now, so they're in great shape. Oh, very good. Yeah, so it's good. And um, it's a lovely day up here, though. And um, looking, I'm, I'm actually doing the show here from the lads uh, let me in a little bit early into MJ Burns Pub. And I'm sitting beside a whole bunch of signed jerseys, one of which is the Kilkenny jersey with uh, Henry Shefflin's name on it and Brian Cody and all the greats. 2010, I think, is when, uh, is when it was, uh, is, is when the, the, the jersey was from, anyway. Um, and yeah, go on. Yeah, you you text that picture over, and I showed it to Ethna. We were in the in the green room, as they say on on TV, and we we're watching it, and it brought a tear to her eye. I think. Indeed, uh, I'm sure still it did. heroes, Mark. We're still going strong, right? So lots to uh, to chat about here in the banter, Mark. I'll tell you oh, one yeah. thing. Uh, Leash were a little lucky, were they not last week? They were not, not even close to lucky. They what? strolled through the Battle of Ockram. You don't call it lucky when you win by eight or nine points, Kenny. Right? That's not lucky. That's just sheer Talent. skill, right? Is it skill? Yeah, took care of business, strolled through the Battle of Ockram, potential battle skin, so no problem there. And now we're heading up to Croker there to take on the dubs. I heard, uh, I, or not, I didn't even hear this, I was reading this. 
there might be a call up for you. Is that right? There is a call. They got a I got a call there to to go back. They were they, they was it a wrong number? The full back? No, I think it was. I think we got the right number, all right. But I think the full back was a little bit dodgy last week. He let in, he let a fella in by him there, and sure, that's the kind of stuff you can't tolerate. So the call was expected, but I declined it with thanks. <laughs> right, couldn't afford yeah. the flight, no. No, I couldn't afford the flight, and um, but there was some great football. I have to say, I watched the um, the uh, it was a pulsating affair there between Tyrone and Down, and Sean Cabinet kicked the last score of the game to tie it up. And so they'll they'll do it all over again today. So that should be a crack of a game. Down really threw it at Tyrone and uh, was a fantastic game. And um, I'm just looking at some of the results as well, some of the predictions we made. You took Offaly to win and they didn't win. And uh, Jay took Wicklow to win and they didn't win. So uh, we're going to do it all over again this week. But I do have an update for you that, that I think you'd be very, very interested in. And that is that Shane Lowry now has a two-shot lead in the in the BMW PGA Championship, which is the biggest European Tour event. He has a two-shot lead after seven holes, and, um, and that's great news. And McElroy, heartbroken Rory McElroy, yes. five shots back right now. He uh, he dumped the girlfriend. There's a there's a new woman on the on the horizon for anybody that's uh, looking and interested, right? Yeah, you might give her a call. <laughs> might yeah. So he yeah. was uh, when I last looked, uh, there was rain delayed there this morning, but he was in. He was fifth at least, tied for fifth this morning. So I don't know how uh, how he's doing right now. McElroy, that is. Ma- McElroy is five under. He's tied for tenth at the moment. He's okay. Five shots behind Lowry. Very but this good. would be a fantastic. Uh, this would be a fantastic result for McElroy or for uh, for, for Lowry if he could pull it off. It'd be That's great right. To see him. And in wet conditions, he won the Irish Open in wet conditions, if I remember. So uh, maybe true. that'll be yeah. his uh, his calling card. True. We had uh, we had a lot of fun chasing round after him at the PGA last year. We did. He was I a wee bit that. grumpy because <laughs> he wasn't playing so well himself. He was grumpy. And Darren Clark were pay- playing together, and I don't know if they uttered a word to each other. The uh, the holes that we watched them anyway, they were uh, yeah, they weren't playing so well. And listen, uh, you, uh, my my uh, my niece was at One Direction in Croke Park last night, and the Dubs posted uh, something on Facebook today. They said. Croke Park, where Mayo and One Direction play to their fans without actually winning anything. Oh, what about I that tell you one thing. You, you know, bringing stuff up like that is not going to endear you to the Mayo people. I tell you, Mark, you're hanging it on the dubs, right? Like hanging <laughs> it on the dubs. <laughs> my uh, my two nieces were at that show as well. Oh, be God, they were. Yeah, and they they we were there with their there. mothers and the hus- the husbands. My my brother and brother in law, they went off with the young fellas and watched a movie somewhere because the the two boys said we're not into that one direction. We're going the other direction. That's where they went. <laughs> well, so, listen, I'm looking for I'm looking for four predictions from yourself and Jay so we can keep this thing going. Okay. Then Derry versus Donegal is on tomorrow. Great game. Who's going to win that one? Well, my close neighbours. I'll have to go with Donegal. Gonna go with Donegal. How about you, Jay? Derry or Donegal? Donegal. He's going Donegal as well. He's going Donegal. I'm gonna go for Derry in that one. Okay. London, uh this is in London. London are taking on Galway. Galway. Football. London or Galway. London Galway. Or Galway. Jay? He's got two Galways. Two Galways. I think I'll take Galway as well. Will you? you hard <laughs> Cork Cork taking on Waterford in Hurling. This is a tough one now. Um but since I went and watched Cork play Clare and lost to them last year in yeah. the Munster final. I'll, I'll have to go with Cork, I think. All right. And your man who knows nothing about Hurley, what about the f- him? The dub who knows nothing about <laughs> <laughs> You're going for Cork as well, yeah? Yeah. I think he's just following everything I say here. Yeah. I have to say I'm going for Cork as well. And then the last game is Leash against Antrim. If Leash win or draw, they play against Wexford in the next round. If they lose to Antrim, 
they'll be playing Galway so they'll, they'll want to win that game so Leash versus Antrim in Port Leash I'll, I'll stick with you I'll go with the Leash lads good man good man and Jay's going to take them as well oh he is ok so we're all on Leash ok well we're all the same picks except for Derry and Donegal you lads picked Donegal and I picked Derry Right. I know you have a, a big show lined up there. What kind of music are we? Can I expect to hear now? Because well, I'm going to have the lads have it on in the in the pub here. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, when you know when you start your show at Val Dunigan, it can only get better, right? <laughs> it can only improve. I think. Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> doubt about it. And my um, talking to the uh, but you know local towns and stuff like that. I'm afraid Sligo Rovers didn't do so well last night. Dundalk go back top of the table in the uh, Airtricity Premiership. They beat Sligo three nothing last night. Oh my so, gosh. revenge okay. for losing the Satanta Cup. Oh boy, oh so, lord. What are you going to do? last night at all then, no? Sorry? You probably didn't sleep at all last oh, night. Oh, I didn't, no. I, I lay awake the whole night, wondering if I should have got a call up and scored a few goals. And uh, well, Heineken Cup today, Toulon yeah. play Saracens in Cardiff. And yeah. uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to back Saracens. I think they're going to beat the, the English are going to beat the French on the rugby pitch today, I think. I think I uh, I think you're right. Oh uh, yeah, I, you don't I, want to wager, no. And Champions no. League football, an That's all today. Spanish affair. The two yeah. Madrid boys and a good friend of mine, a fella I played football with a lot over the years, but now play against him, uh, a lad Juan. He is a, a born and bred uh, lad from Madrid and a huge Atletico fan. And he got a ticket and is over there right now at that game. Wow. So good for him, and I hope Atletico win. Wow, that's fantastic. So, Wonderful. Anyway, listen, enjoy your time up there. Is anything else that you wanted to get across to us at all before you leave us? No, I don't think so. If you want, I can call in there. If you're missing me, I can call in there. Um, I, I'm probably going to have... I, I climbed up uh, Blue Mountain today, so I'm probably going to have a, a Magners or a Guinness or something here. Probably have a Guinness because they're good sponsors here for us, right? Yes, Guinness is the way to go. Yeah, Guinness is the way to go. and um, So I might have one or two of them, so I probably shouldn't come back on the show uh, in, in that kind of condition, right? No, no definitely <laughs> if not. Update, if I have a golf update here, I'll, I'll, uh, if I get the energy up, I'll give you a call. All right, that's fair enough. Who's the first song here? Oh, we got a good one here. This is a fellow I've been listening to lately, and he's from Cork. Yeah, it's a fellow called Mick Flannery, and I heard him described as the Irish Leonard Cohn. So uh, he's a great oh. songwriter, real deep, very quiet fella, actually, If uh, you know, in interviews. But uh, real, real nice guy, writes great music. And much like you won't be gone forever, here's a song of his, Gone Forever. Slan.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, on the line, the ever-reliable man in the nation's capital, Ottawa. It's Desmond Devoy with the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Ken, and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland this week. News is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, and here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, we'd like to welcome you to our election special for 2014 with voters in Northern Ireland and the Republic casting ballots in county, town and city council races, as well as for European parliamentary elections, too. Now, the EU votes will not be made public until after the last polls close elsewhere on the continent on Sunday, and we'll have the final Strasbourg results for you on next week's show. But just as the polls were closing on Thursday night in the north came a political earthquake as the upstart NI21 party essentially imploded. The party's European candidate, businesswoman Tina McKenzie, announced on Twitter that she was resigning from the party's executive. She was a founding member of the party founded by MLA's Basil McRae of Lagan Valley and John McAllister of South County Down after they split from the Ulster Unionist Party. Other party officials, like the Treasurer, follow suit as the party, which promised a new post-sectarian vision, devolved into crisis. McAllister was quoted as saying that it was, quote, impossible that he could continue to work with McRae. He accused him of, quote, inappropriate behavior after the shock Tuesday decision to change the party's designation at the Northern Assembly from unionist to other. However, in a letter to party members, McRae stated that, quote, the decision to redesignate was an attempt to derail an investigation into inappropriate sexual activity by me. Later, speaking to the BBC, McAllister said that the rift came about because he instigated an external investigation into rumours about McRae. Now, we have lots of uh, numbers to get to first off. With the election exit poll done by RTE this morning, yesterday rather, of 3,000 voters, looking at uh, across the board, the independents are doing very, very well in local elections this morning. 27% of the vote they are taking. Fine Gael in second place at 24%. Labour, however, is way down at 7% is what they're polling across the country. Fianna Foyle at about 22%. 
Sinn Féin doing re- very well in these races at 16% in the local votes. The Greens are at 6%, and the Socialist People Before Profit Alliance is at 3%. Now, we don't have any declared election results in the Republic so far out of 949 council seats up for grabs. However, early results trickling in show that Dublin, Cork, and Limerick, Sinn Féin is gaining at the expense mostly of Labour. The Labour vote is crashing, but Sinn Féin may become the largest party on Dublin City Council. We'll have more results for you on there later, but also staying in the capital. The Dublin West by-election, the first preference vote count is in. And it is Paul Donnelly of Sinn Féin is leading with 6,056 votes. However, only 79 votes behind is Ruth Coppinger of the Socialist Party, 5,977. David McGuinness of Fianna Foyle is in third place. And David Hall, an independent, is in fourth place. Three candidates have been excluded from the second count as it has got, had to go to a second count since no candidate has reached the quota there. Meanwhile, in Longford, Westmeath, the results of the first preference count are due within the hour, but the poll from the Irish Times shows Gabrielle McFadden of Fine Gael is likely to hold a seat for the party with 4,900 votes. Angus O'Rourke of Fianna Foyle in second place, 3,500. An independent candidate is in third with Paul Hogan uh, of Sinn Féin in fourth place. Now, in the DU, in the Dublin European Union Parliament exit poll done by the um, done by RTE, it looks like Lynn Boylan of Sinn Féin will take the seat just short of the quota, but she'll probably take it. It then looks like to be a bit of a battle for second place. Brian Hayes of Fine Gael tied with 14% with Eamon Ryan of the Greens. Mary Fitzpatrick of Fianna Foyle is at 12% with Nessa Childers, formerly the Labour Party, an independent candidate this time out at 11%. So a bit of a free-for-all there. Ireland South, the uh, writing there, the exit poll is showing Brian Crowley of Fianna Foyle will probably get back in. He's at 26%. Leah Nirada of Sinn Féin is at 17 And MEP Sean Kelly of Fine Gael is at 12%. And uh, the rest kind of divides out amongst a bunch of other smaller parties. However, a bit of an upset in Euro Midlands North West, uh, where Luke Ming Flanagan, the independent uh, TD there, looks like he's on his way to Strasbourg. 20% of the vote there. He'll probably get in. Mairead McGuinness of Fine Gael also looks like she will get in. Matt Carthy of Sinn Féin may be able to pull it out uh, on transfers at 13%. And Pat the Cope Gallagher of Fianna Fáil is at 11%. Now, moving up north to Northern Ireland, two-thirds of the 462 council seats are now in, according to the Irish Times, reporting the DUP and Sinn Féin are in the lead. According to Belfast Telegraph, the numbers now at 11 a.m. Toronto time are DUP 101, UUP 76, Sinn Féin at 74, SDLP at 45, Alliance at 21, TUV at 10, United Kingdom Independence Party at 3, Progressive Unionist Party at 2, Green 2, People before profit have made inroads with one, and 11 independents have been elected. Uh, the TUV is also doing well, topping polls in Banside and Mid and East Antrim. Uh, Sinn Féin may become the largest party in Derry for the first time ever. The, T- the TUV has elected its first councillor to Belfast City Council, Jolene Bunting, according to the BBC. And Sinn Féin's Lord Mayor of Belfast, Martin O'Muller, wins in Balmoral by a single vote over the SDLP. And a sad and bizarre election story, too. Uh, we'll not have any council results from Bally Bay Owens, County Monaghan, as ballot papers have been destroyed following the death of Fine Gael councillor Owen Bannigan, 54, of a heart attack on polling day at his home. A new election day will now be held to fill the vacant seat. But uh, some funnier stuff. Uh, t- 
Uh, Amanda Hanley voted in her wedding dress yesterday on her way to get married in Roscommon Town. And in Castlebar County Mayo, polling clerks found a wedding ring amongst the ballot papers. It has since been returned to the owner. Meanwhile, a man is dressed up as Spider-Man at the Donegal Town Centre. So some interesting way to end off election coverage there. But there was other stories happening in Ireland this week. Two students were injured during a stabbing incident at Belfast Metropolitan College's Millfield campus on Thursday. A 21-year-old man was arrested and a 26-year-old man taken to the hospital where his condition was described as serious but stable. One of the injured was taken to the Matter Hospital, the other admitted to the Royal Victoria Hospital. The Belfast Telegraph is reporting that one man ran through the campus covered in blood. There's pandemonium on campus, and student Peter Lavery told the BBC that a man with a knife ran towards him, and he ran towards safety in the toilets. Other news now. Here is to get my stuff together. The Police Service of Northern Ireland is seeking the entire Boston College tape archive. The hundreds of interviews with paramilitaries from both sides of the conflict were collected on the grounds that they would not be released until the participants' death. Last year, the PSNI won a U.S. legal battle to access a portion of the tapes relating to the kidnapping and murder of Belfast mother Penn Jean McConville in 1972, which led to the arrest of Sinn Féin President Jerry Adams in April. Prosecutors are now examining a police file to see if any charges will be brought against him. Adams claims the information presented to him at the Antrim Police Station was based on allegations from project interviewees, including dead former IRA members Brendan Hughes and Dolores Price. The college has offered to return the material to individuals who have given interviews to journalist and author Ed Maloney and former IRA member turned academic Anthony McIntyre. And finally, this week in Irish history, we have some sports, believe it or not, with the birth of Belfast soccer star George Best on May 22, 1946. He began playing for Manchester United at age 17 in 1963 and electrified the pitch. Another famous birth of May 21, 1945, with Ireland's first female president, Mary Robinson, born in Ballina, County Mayo. May 21, 1997, saw the death of Dr. Noel Brown, former Labour Minister of Health, who was forced to resign when the weight of the Catholic Church went against his mother and child scheme in 1951, which proposed the introduction of free maternity care for all mothers and free health care for children to the age of 16. The Church saw it as creeping socialism. On May 19, 1769, only 10 years after the first Guinness was brewed at St. James's Gate in Dublin, the first imports, six and a half barrels, leaves for England. On the same day, in 1897, Dublin-born author and playwright Oscar Wilde is released from prison after two years of hard labour. On May 18, 1947, John Bruton, who served as Taoiseach from 1994 to 1997, is born in Dunboyne, County Meath. And on the same day in 2006, Michael O'Reardon, founder of the Communist Party of Ireland, dies at the age of 88. On May 24, 1936, Aer Lingus launches its inaugural flight. Five passengers who flew from the Baldonnell Airport in Dublin to Bristol, England, on a de Havilland 84 Dragon. And finally, on May 23, yes, more election results for you with the Good Friday referendums, both north and south. The agreement was carried 71% yes, while in the south, 94% yes voted to amend the Irish Constitution to relinquish the Republic's territorial claims to the north. <coughs> There you go. I'm off to have some, some hot tea now. And that was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus, now offering direct daily service from Toronto to Dublin. Now you're up to date. We're all electioned out here, so it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slán go forth.
Ah, yes, that's lovely stuff. You know, that's Tony DeMarco and, uh, of an album called The Sligo Indians, and it's oh. The Mullingar Races. What a perfect segue, Ken. Right? A nice segue to have our guest, and we're delighted to have Ethna in the studio. A very good morning, Ethna. Good morning, Ken, and thank you for having me. Oh, this it's our pleasure. Our pleasure to see you in the flesh here in the studio. It's great, it's great. And you're here to chat about the Day at the Races. Coming up on June 6th, yeah. uh, the 17th annual Day at the oh Races. Oh my goodness, I'm beginning wow. to feel old. But um, it's a huge success and people enjoy it. So It is a great day and, and when the sun shines and you're right there in the tent by the track, there's it's fantastic. You can it smell really the horses yes, and hear yeah. the hoops as they go by. Galloping by there, the it is a, yeah, a, great, a great time. There's no doubt about it. And Irish people love a day at the races, don't they? It's so part of what we grew up with, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Sligo races were actually on just this week. so uh, Never been to the Sligo races. Tremore races were... Yeah, big one for you. The big ones for us because we were always in Waterford for the month of August. So tell us all about the day. What is happening on June the 6th? Well, we, um, we're we going to have, hopefully, a sold-out um, tent. So please, anybody who's interested, let's know really, really quickly. We're way beyond what we had at this time last year, which is terrific. Oh, very good. So as well as the wonderful thoroughbred racing, we have um, live auction, silent auction, raffles, um, and of course, What's dear to your heart, Ken? Best dressed. Ah, yes. Best dressed man, which Ken is always in contention Uh, for. Contention now. I I wasn't there last year and, um, you know, I I have to, uh, I'll have to be dragging something out of the closet for this one. It won't be what I have on right now. Well, yeah, we thought maybe a dicky bow with that, but I don't think it will work. I was coaching kids earlier this morning, so I'm here in a tracksuit, so it'll hardly be that. Close to the Cork people's heart, though. It's red and white, I want to let you know. So who are your big sponsors for the day? Our big sponsors are um, Brandis, Oliver Murray, um, Mike Smith, um, Erlingus. Uh, Let me just see. Thank you. Uh, President's Choice, Barry Cullum, uh, GFX Partners and St. Michael's is doing a sponsorship this year. Um, so really, we ha- will have about eight sponsors. We're also doing one in memory of Frank O'Brien. Oh, yes. Because yeah. Frank was just a race sponsor. Frank was with us for the 17 years and Amazing. never yeah. missed a year and sponsored races and was a huge fan and was a huge racing fan as well. Very good. Loved the day. Now, do you know if there's are there any Irish horses running in this? We don't know and we won't know until a couple of days beforehand they bring out the programme. Last year we were very lucky Paul O'Brien had a winner. Oh really? uh, Which was great in one of the races. Amazing. That's brilliant. Yeah. He was there with us. Very good. Excellent stuff. And in terms of people getting tickets and things like that Ethna? Oh to call the Ireland Fund. Okay. um, Great. 
367-8311 and I thought maybe you'd put it on your website. For sure. And it's, possibly it's up some there. of the auction yep. items would be great. And yes. People, we thought this year, if we um, advertise the auction, maybe people would like to bid ahead of time because we have it's some really idea. interesting items. Okay. So, um, and are they available on the Ireland Fund of Canada's website as uh, well? We can, that will be. It'll be on as soon as we get the programme. Con and Cathy O'Connell are amazing they do the program every year and look after the auction so they're working really hard on it it's just to pin people down sure is always course. the the difficult thing and we're still accepting items for the auction okay. so if anybody would like to uh, donate something listen we're excellent to and i believe we're back in auctioning off uh, you certainly are saturday morning on this uh, radio show come and co-host with ken and mark and jay and just really see how the professionals work oh, it's yes, quite it's amazing in here and it's, <laughs> and it's very easy they make life very easy here. so that's always fun one and hugo does the same thing so oh very good great. yes hugo and will hugo is Hugo's he doing MC, mc and auctioneer Excellent. for us for the day very and good he also gets into the Gets into, uh, you know, getting dressed up. Yes. The hat and the Oh, whole, yeah. He's yeah. always fancy dressed, Absolutely. isn't he? Absolutely. And, and that's the nice thing. So yeah. many people get, you know, dressed up for the day and yeah. come in their hats. And yes. That contest Do is Do you have a special hat picked best. out? Um, all my hats are in storage. So I think <laughs> oh, I'm going course, to be hatless yeah. this year. And that's all right. Because last year, unfortunately, I won the best dressed lady, which was really bad. Uh, but by the time it came for the presentation, the hat was skew ways and oh, everything no. was yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm removing myself this year just in case the optics weren't good. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not right. You should win it. There's no doubt about it. So um, I don't know, just to change gears a little bit, we're going to have you, of course, back here on the uh, the show. For the remainder of the show, we'll chat a little bit more about the races. But I don't know if you noticed this week in Ireland on May the 20th, Druckade Rosie Hecade. Rosie Hackett's bridge was opened over the River Liffey. I didn't know that. So I think it's one of Rosie was a um, one of the founders of the Labour Workers Union was uh, a very strong woman's rights uh, lady ah, uh, of her day and from Cork obviously uh, from Dublin I believe and stood beside uh, Lady Markovitz in, oh, in that okay, and of course was around in the 1913 lockout right. and as part of the Irish Citizens Army and so there was a contest in Ireland to name the bridge, the bridge. and there was of course lots of names but anyway this is uh, one of the first women bridges and there was a bit of controversy in Ireland because uh, the speakers were all men and the two girls who won the contest to name the bridge got up in arms because there was no woman speaking. Anyway, it's just kind of typical. For them. you know. absolutely. Girl <laughs> power. Anyway, we're going to move on with a track by two very fine women from Dublin called Heathers. We've had them on the show and this is a track called We Burn Bridges, but they won't be doing that in Dublin. <laughs> i 
Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Galway Arms, located at 840 the Queensway in Etobicoke, is your home away from home in Toronto's West End. The Keane family invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in Toronto, and they also feature some of the best Irish meals in the city. There's always a great pint and a bit of crack waiting for you at the Galway, and tomorrow's games, Sunday, May the 25th at 9am, it's Ulster Football Championship, Derry versus Donegal, followed at 11am with the Munster Hurling Championship, Cork versus Waterford. And as Mark mentioned on the show last week, these next few weekends, there'll be no cover charge. To get the entertainment and sports lineup, call the Keane family at 416-251-0096 or go to galwayarms.ca. As I came round to Galway, time for the sacred recreation. On the 17th of August, how many might be an elevated there? 
Coming out the tunes assemble with the tickets at the station. My mind begins to ramble and I'm off to see the races. With a bow, 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 Well, there's people here from Galway, yes, and more from Tipperary. The boys from Connemara and the flair of married ladies. There were others from Cork City, they were honest, true, and faithful. The rescue of any imprisoned who were dying in foreign nations. With a bow, Very good. Well, that's a band out of Newfoundland called the Rolling Kings and, of course, a track called the Galway Races. And why? Well, because we have Ethna Heffernan here to talk about the Ireland Fund of Canada's Day at the Races at Woodbine. Absolutely. June 6th. Yes, June 6th. And it all kicks off at what time, Ethna? At noon. And the first post time is one o'clock. There's a lovely buffet from 12 until 3.30 and races continue until about 5, but 5.20 is generally oh, the last It's a great race. afternoon. So it's a yeah. wonderful afternoon. It's a long Excellent. afternoon, but lots of fun. And you have some fabulous auction items. We do. We always do have some unusual There's one I know I won't be bidding on. Which is that? That'll be the All-Ireland Hurling Final Tickets <laughs> because there's no chance of what? my schligach ever getting to that. But Ken, isn't it worth just I'd going to, go. to see ah, the no, skill of, of course, once again, what could Kenny be? And, you know, <laughs> what, what might be exactly. <laughs> yeah, we have two. Uh, thank you to the GAA. We always, they always give us two uh, tickets for the All-Ireland Hurling Final. So that's great. Um, we have uh, the police chief for a day. Chief oh, Blair right. will take a couple of people and spend the day with them and bring them around. And they trail them for the, the Lock day. Lock them up. That, well, <laughs> they have to be on their best behaviour, obviously. Raptor tickets, four tickets for Sarah McLaughlin, um, a box at the Royal Horse Show, oh, wow. and golf at Goodwood, which is a um, private club with 10 members. So it's not something My that goodness. you can do on a, on a regular basis. And of course, the wonderful um, hospitality people, uh, PJs do a wonderful dinner, um, Dora's. Uh, Mildred's Temple Kitchen and the Hot House. They're all with such great support. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so, yes, uh, yeah. Lots of things, baskets and 
goodies and yeah something for everyone something absolutely for everybody so you know if anybody's interested in doing a little bit ahead of time if you can put it on the website we will definitely do that a copy of the program it should be ready please do that it would be fantastic we'll put it up and of course it is all to benefit the Celtic Studies program yes at St Michael's College at the University of Toronto and they do such a good job they do an amazing job they really do I mean they were voted by the students as the best undergraduate program at the university one year that's wonderful isn't it so you know great faculty great support system Jean Tall who's Jean sort of does the wonderful glue that work, keeps yeah. everyone together yeah. and, and Dooley, Maureen McDermott and David they're just a great group of people and they've brought us wonderful people Garrett Fitzgerald Martin Hayes That's right, yeah. Paul Durkin a lot of really good um, Irish people have been here because of them of and course. in addition to obviously uh, promoting the heritage and the culture of Ireland through their programs for young yeah, people. Yeah, that's it's super job. Really it is. is it yeah. is. And really we, we reckon between the 17 years that we've been doing this we probably um handed over over a half million dollars for the oh, program. Oh, very good. So that's That's good. great, yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's really so good. So come and support us. You have to. You have to get out, folks. June the 6th at noon at Woodbine. Come out to the race course and enjoy a superb afternoon and feel the beat of those hooves going past you. The excitement. Uh, it doesn't get much better. No. It doesn't get much better. And, and four and tickets can to call the Ireland Fund Office, 416 and Jane will be happy to look after you. She'll take your money, no problem. $125 per oh, ticket. Oh, it's a bargain. Which is a super bargain. Yeah, it is a bargain. Great food, great entertainment, great people. And you can come out and see everyone all dolled up. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's always a good day. No doubt about it. All right, well, we'll uh, play a little music. This is a, a birthday request for a fella called Terry Brush. He's a, a proud Canadian, but he has ancestry going back to Kerry, believe it or not, in the hills of Kerry. And one of his favourite artists is Van Morrison, and he wanted to play Celtic New Year. So happy birthday, Terry. Here's this one for you. If I don't see you through the week See you through the window Talking on the telephone If I don't see you Getting that in here somewhere I got to see you Further on
Welcome home. We know that getting started in a new country can be overwhelming. Let us help open the door to your new start. If you've been in Canada for three years or less, the Scotiabank Start Right program is for you. This simple package can help you get started, whether you need to establish your credit, a banking solution for your daily life, or financial advice to plan for your dreams. Start right here. Visit us today in branch, online, or call. You are richer than you think. Scotiabank. IrishTravel.ca and KempfellTravel.com have air only to Dublin specials, all taxes included. Aer Lingus 7.99 return departs September and October, and they have a Christmas special, $890, December 17th to January 2nd. And doesn't that sound good? We'll be able to get direct flights to Ireland around the Christmas time. Air Transit from 7.29 from June 2nd to the 13th. And remember, irishtravel.ca can match all internet fares for direct flights to Ireland with all four carriers, plus offer value-added features. Also, you can book Air Transit product, including Toronto to Dublin Air online with irishtravel.ca and kempfeltravel.com. For all your Irish travel needs, including car rentals, coach tours, fly drive packages, plus customized vacations to suit your needs. Email info at irishtravel.ca or give them a call at 1-800-668-2958. And for Britain and Europe and winter sun vacations, send an email to info at kempfeltravel.com or call 866 0865 celebrating 25 years in 2014 that's Kempful Travel 88 Eglinton Avenue West they do a great job there so give Sean and Karen a call right very good well we'll move on with uh, another wee chat here with uh, with Etna so golf is coming up as well it's in the air yeah that's right yeah no June 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 19th, Thursday. And that's always a great day. I think we had six women's foursomes, speaking of girl girl power. So we'd like to have more. So if you are interested um, in golfing, definitely it's at Nobleton Lakes and it's 
It's always a good Great event, yeah. tournament, great tournament. We still miss Eamon so much. Of course we do, And it's yeah. always a very poignant uh, day, but still in his honour, it's, it's a good day. Yeah, we've got to get the numbers out there, so make sure you do. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, folks, here we are for May the 24th Guinness Community Calendar of Events. It's a new arrivals night, May the 26th. The Chamber of Commerce are partnering once again with the Irish-Canadian Immigration Centre for the annual New Arrivals Networking Night. Please join them on Monday, May the 26th at Quinn's Steakhouse at 7pm for a reception to welcome all the new arrivals. You can contact Cathy Murphy and she will set you up with all the details. We'd, of course, love to see as many Chamber members out as possible representing the various employment sectors. A celebration of 25 years of ladies' Gaelic football in Toronto is happening next weekend, Saturday, May the 31st, at La Traport Banquet Hall, 1075 the Queensway. Entertainment is by Hugo Strani, and the tickets are $80, and that includes a three-course meal and an open bar. And we've been talking to Ethna this morning. The day at the races, Friday, June the 6th. That's the Ireland Fund of Canada. They hope you'll join them for the annual day at the races at Woodbine Racetrack. It's a fabulous event held trackside at the tent, giving you the best view of the races. It's the perfect way to entertain clients, colleagues or friends. There's a fabulous buffet lunch and a spectacular live and silent auctions. Proceeds from the event, of course, are for Celtic Studies Programme at St. Michael's College, the University of Toronto. So don't be afraid to dust off that garden party hat or the fabulous tie. There'll be prizes for the best dress. That's all at Woodbine Racetrack, 555 Rexdale Boulevard in Ontario. 12 noon buffet lunch, 1pm post time. Tickets are $1,250 for a table of 10 and only $125 for individual tickets. Dara Shukchain Lawn uh, Gaelica is happening in Keswick, Ontario and that's all taking place on the weekend of June 13th to the 15th. There's some classes, movies, entertainment, dinners, lunches, the whole lot is all happening up in Keswick. You can join the annual Brian Dolan Memorial Golf Tournament on June the 19th at Nobleton Lakes. It, there's a barbecue lunch, shotgun tournament, and a buffet dinner with grilled Angus strip loin beef. Once again, they bring you this event for only $850 a foursome with guaranteed giveaways for every foursome and coveted prizes for the stars of the day. The annual event is a chamber favourite and you can contact Cathy Murphy to register your foursome. St. Mike's are holding their annual golf tournament on Saturday, June the 28th at Caledon Woods at 11.45 registration and a 1pm shotgun start. It's $130 per golfer and it includes 18 holes, dinners and prizes and you can get more information at stmikesgfc.com. Irish camps are once again happening this summer. The Toronto West, Montgomery Inn from July the 21st to the 25th, Toronto East at the Holy Cross School from August the 11th to the 15th, and Hamilton at the Museum of Steam and Technology July 28th to August the 1st. In Oshawa at St. John the Baptist Church, 31 Bloor Street East from August 18th to the 22nd, and Mississauga at the Irish Supporters Club on Ridgeway if there's enough interest for participants. If you want to find out more information, Give Maureen Mulvey O'Leary a email at moleary2001 at rogers.com or phone 416-446-6993. 
And you can get all this information, folks, on our website under the calendar of events at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. There's a few other events on there, too. The Quebec trip and also, of course, Shamrock Garden Landscaping, their golf tournaments happening in October. The folks at uh, the GAA, Yvonne and Claire, had sent me an email, and we'll actually have the ladies on the show next week to talk about the kickoff of GAA at Centennial Park. But the Montreal tournament took place in May, and it was a big success, the biggest ever with 18 teams and over 250 players taking part. And some of the results from that, the senior football, St. Mike's beat Durham in a very competitive final, 1-5 to 5 points. The juniors, St. Mike's B beat Ottawa in the final, 2-4 to 2-2. And ladies football, Durham B beat Durham A in the final by a point. Toronto Hurling defeated Ira Og in the final, and that was 4-4 to 4 uh, points. And the start of the season all happens on June the 1st at Centennial 12 to 5.30. So they encourage everyone to come out and enjoy the day. Well, it's hard to believe there's an hour almost gone again. So uh, we're delighted, Ethna, that you were able to come into the studio and chat to us about the day at the races. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. It's always a pleasure and it's much nicer than the phone in. Ah, I really it is, enjoyed isn't it? it. Yeah, You're yeah. great. We, thanks we, so much. Uh, we love it's to terrific. have you in the studio, so it's great. And uh, of course, thanks to our pal Mark O'Brien for calling in. Now, everyone loves something free, so I've got some tickets. The North York Astros are playing their home opener and it's up at the Esther Schreiner Stadium and that's, of course, in North York and they're playing the Serbian White Eagles and it's all happening tomorrow at uh, 3.30. It's their home opener, and I've got tickets to that game. It's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow, so if you find yourself doing nothing and you're in the mood to watch a little bit of soccer, send me an email at ken at saturdayirishradio.com, and I will give you free tickets to that game. And you can go out and enjoy it. They're uh, really promoting multiculturalism at those events, so why not go out and enjoy it? Well, I have one other birthday request, and we're just about going to get it squeezed in. Uh, a fella who's, uh, he's not getting any younger, but uh, he's a good man. He's a great man for reading, and he's a p- brilliant artist in his own right. And it's a fella called Bert Fine, and he lives out in Guelph. And once in a while, he gets the aerial up on the roof, and he's able to tune into our, our show. <laughs> but he, uh, he did, I don't know if he knows about the internet yet, you know. It's not that. <laughs> Maybe he's not that sharp. But anyway, uh, from one artist to another, this, um, of course, was uh, made famous, I suppose, this song, Owl Triangle, in the Brendan Behan play, The Queer Fella. And it was written, actually, by his brother. Dominic. Dominic mm-hmm. Behan, exactly. And you won't hear this guy on this show too often, but this is Justin Timberlake singing this. He wow. did it for a movie, and uh, he actually does quite a, a good rendering of this song. And we'll uh, go out with this one, folks. Slána Galer, Thanks, Ethna. Thanks, Jay, on the boards. And thanks to Mr. O'Brien for calling in and keeping us updated. We believe that Mr. Lowry is still in the lead at the tournament. So until next week, Slán. A hungry feeling came more me stealing And the mice were squealing in my prison cell and the old triangle went jingle, jangle all along the banks of the Royal Canal.
to begin the morning. A screw was balling. Get up, you bowsy, and clean up your cell. And the old triangle went jingle, jangle, all along the banks of the Royal Canal. The lags were sleeping, Humpy Gussie was creeping, as I lay there weeping for my girl Sal. And the old triangle went jingle, jangle, all along the banks of the Royal Canal. Up in the female prison, Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.